Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing! Starring the original book divas Martha Steele and Vonnie Golden, and also featuring Megan Runyon, YA superfan, Keith Steigert, Uber Reader, and Romance Junkie. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination one book at a time, they are three book girls. I've been looking for a place to rent, and I've come to realize that this should be a reality show because it's so cutthroat when you're looking at places to rent. Seriously, when I was there looking at one house that had just gone on, on the market that morning, so it had been on the market for four hours, three people showed up to look at it when I was there. And one person saw that I was there filling out an application and decided she'd go ahead and fill one out right then. She looked right at me and she's like, I think I'll fill out an application right now. Somebody, Somebody else got Somebody it. Somebody else got me. it. Did you think to send a basket of like muffins? Well, like I sat and talked <laughs> to the guy, Tyler joked around with him. I took Tyler with me because he's the outgoing one in the family. Oh man. I don't envy that. I don't envy it at but all. But it's cutthroat. And me neither. You know, when I went back and thought about it when I rented my duplex in Tuttle, which was a piece of shit, by the way. <laughs> oh, but my God. But it was in the location that I needed so Tyler didn't have to change schools. Oh. And he could walk to school from there. Yeah, and he could walk yeah. to school. I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, how he was going to get there with going to work and yada, yada. So she didn't so think about his sex life at that point because he was still young. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sex life, what's that? I don't know that <laughs> I think about that <laughs> Well, because he could walk home for lunch and get a little... When he got no. older. But that's another story for another time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. I didn't think about Agnes. him and all his friends and sneaking girls out the back door, which I caught him twice doing. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, when I showed up to look at this place, there was actually somebody else there looking at it saying that they wanted it too. And the landlord said, whoever gives me cash first gets the house and I happen to have the cash with me. Wow. And that's the only reason so I got that, that duplex in Tuttle. So that was before. And now she's going to need to uh, get some cash in her damn purse and going to need to get some well, I, cleavage shirt going. Well, now, and, oh. right? <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm going to have to wear All my, to my black mesh shirt next right? time going, hey, Be like, so how much is She's pushing apartment? her titties together right now to show you. Yeah. Just put like a, do- a couple like a dollar bill in there. Be like, oh, what do you need? It's, it's like, I have the cash right here. <laughs> As I take it out of my bra. Yeah, oh my. We're going to have to go to the lingerie store so that I can dress for success when looking at these apartments at these houses oh my god <laughs> actually might not be a bad idea to pitch that as to a, a reality to show. a network i i think it is a winning i mean i think it's about survivor really <laughs> right it yeah it's insane rental game right what would you do for the apartment <laughs> <Yeah. Da-da. laughs> How low would you go to get the rent that you wanted? You beat me to it. I was like, huh, uh, nope. I couldn't get you have, was already there. You have a back patio? Well, let me pick up this pen on the floor. <laughs> what uh, is that? Bend and snap? Bend and snap. <laughs> Gotta bend and snap, Bonnie. Nice. We learned these things in the 90s. We just forgot. To early late, early 2000s whatever that movie came out uh, I wonder if they knew when they wrote that like bend and snap if it would become like such an iconic part of that movie that was 
that was a good part of that movie. Yeah. Actually, which movie really are good. we talking about? Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Oh yeah, I knew I'd seen Stifler's it. Stifler's mom. I, I I knew I'd seen yeah. it. I just I like Stifler's remember. mom. I don't know why. That's she's, because she's she great. is us. She's that's a, why you like her. I think because she's a larger woman and she's so damn sexy. Yep. Yeah. And she's so confident. It gives yeah. me hope that fat people can be <laughs> sexy. <laughs> a, you're not fat, and B, we are all sexy. I don't I don't move like Jagger. <laughs> I, I can't you know what when the I don't boys know if were anyone moves like Jagger. He's made of jello. Yeah. Well you know when the boys were younger and they, they came home from school and they were showing me what a twerk is. Oh gosh. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. Yes. And I was really trying to do it. I my I am physically Bye. unable to twerk. My back doesn't move that way so the, the whole you know moving your ass up and down just looks like me doing squats you have to have an ass to move up and down for one thing that is true if well, you mm-hmm. with as small as your ass is i can understand why your back doesn't bend that way because you don't have enough to make it wiggle <laughs> yeah so, yeah I'm, I'm so we need to have twerking class I, no <laughs> I, I worked on it for quite a time for quite a time trying to figure it out in the boy she needs some implants first right. yeah <laughs> I need some ass implants. They do that. Well, these well, cheek supports. <laughs> they, sell, they sell underwear that have those in there now. Maybe we just yeah. get, you know what, oh Keith? Order an extra set of those bike shorts, the padded bike shorts, and just send them to Martha. Yeah, because my ass fell about 20 years ago. It fell down to my, thought, to my, to my saddlebags. <laughs> so it's living down there now. <laughs> living on the edge. <laughs> They offer to donate you some of my ass if you want. Right, I have plenty of ass. That's the only reason my ass hasn't fallen is because there's just too much of it. It doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, mine like, fell off. Mm, it's just like slid down. It's kind of like um, when... Uh, Behind your knees? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like slid. It's just that it used to sit up nice and perky. And then when it one day it just went... If mine ever falls, I'm going to have elephant ankles because that's the only way that it's going to go any further down. Oh, no. It's going to fall into my thighs. My thighs are going to fall into my calves. My calves are going to fall into my ankles. Oh, no. Gravity is such a bitch. I know. I've heard of fallen arches, but that's extreme. <laughs> what would you even call that? Cankles. No, ankles. That's, that's there you beyond go. Beyond cankles. That's no, more like. Ca- Cathankles. That's like having Cathankles? your Cathankles? Cathankles? Cathankles. <laughs> That's like having your pants down around Ella your ankles. <laughs> Ella ankles. ankles. I like it's that. like thigh ankles. Thankles. 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 I'm going to have thinkles. I think it's going to be like an avalanche it. back there. I'm just going to be standing one day. Just gonna, you're going to hear a rumble and Ooh. everything's going to fall. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Avalanche. <laughs> oh. She's gonna blow. <laughs> well, yeah, she is. But uh, do we really want to talk about that in polite company? I didn't have dairy. It's all good. Not for the rental. I hope. Sheesh. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have to get some support thighs for that. Break out the stilettos. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I heard you had a place for rent. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I heard you were looking for someone to occupy your space. <laughs> See, she's already got the voice. Down. She's got it. <laughs> she has it down. I think you should get a side job, Vani. I really do. I think you should. Um, a side hustle? On, yeah, a side hustle for when you talk on the phone. Phone sex dirty. operator? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they really have those anymore. Oh, I'm sure they do. Numbers? 
then I can sit there and talk sexy as I'm eating ribs and licking barbecue sauce off of my boobs. (laughs) Never mind. I'm not going to go there. (laughs) But some people might think that's sexy barbecue on the boobs yeah exactly i'm i'm thinking don't even go there don't do <laughs> my it my mind went down that rabbit hole redneck's dream <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking about video actually no 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 i was thinking you know there's so many so many um facets don't do it porn out don't there don't do it that one I can could guarantee be. i could find it on Pornhub. I could find it right like in a second. I'm sure. Yeah, Barbecue sure. is probably a search term. The <laughs> fact that you're so familiar with Pornhub makes me... Like you more. Exactly. <laughs> there's totally a, there's a TikTok challenge where you like play the audio of like the opening of like the Pornhub video and see if your boyfriend reacts to it. Oh, <laughs> I, I, that's a dangerous game. Right? <laughs> like it pops up. Everyone, you'll see like these teenage, like college kids teenage, like sitting there with their boyfriend and there's like no caption happening except like the audio at the bottom i don't even know what it's it probably says like porn hub audio or something and it's just like them videoing and then like it starts and the boyfriend like either is like oh shit i'm busted or is like yeah what's up because <laughs> they like they're react- where do you think i learned how to do that thing with my tongue <laughs> <laughs> honey it's just research see it's learning that's material kind of how, that's kind of how i look at it we're going way off of the rails on this <laughs> <laughs> were there rails in the first place no there were we should put bumpers on sometimes <laughs> but you know speaking of video content um some people may be excited that shadow and bone that we did for our buddy read is coming to netflix as a series whoop, whoop. Uh, in april and i think keith and maybe a couple of us who knows we'll see who wants to hop on i know keith and i are planning on doing a zoom call between us to talk about the show and comparing it to the book and we'll probably we'll put it up on our youtube when it happens yes. yeah that's because if that cool. thing sucks i am going to be like right there screaming about it book girls are very very protective of their books yes. i mean that's yes. one of the reasons why i quit watching that that show you because i yes. loved that book and exactly they went they went off the rail too much and mm. Tyler my son kept telling oh but it's such it's such a good series you need to watch it you need to watch it. I'm like no it just makes me angry it makes me want to throw things at the TV yep. because it's not what happened in the book and I don't yeah, t- yeah. so we're, I'll tell we'll- you what when Britain does a show based on a book they end it when the show ends yes in the United States if it's like good they just make crap up yes. like, um, yeah they big do little lies they have like two two other seasons that aren't based on the book at all and i'm like where are you coming up it, with this garbage this it's, isn't it's, anything what they do is they it's like milking a cow yes you know you, you pull down on the teat yep. and you just get a little milk but if you keep pulling you get more milk and that's what they, they do overkill, they over over they milk. bastardize yeah. our precious books is what they do yeah i have sure. hopes though i mean they got ben barnes in the mix so We'll definitely All do a Megan discussion. All Megan cares about is the eye candy. No, but I get mad when my shows don't match my book correctly. <laughs> yeah, I, that, right. I do. <laughs> I, I, that's why I can't read the Vampire Diaries books because the cast is so different in the show that yeah. I can't. I heard that it's that it's, it's like everything is like flipped. Yeah, Elena is Caroline and Caroline's Elena in the yeah. book. <laughs> it's, but yeah. see, I, I've never watched that show and I loved that book series. It like came out when I was in junior high and I absolutely loved it. But 
no one else likes it because it is so different from the series and they've seen that first oh. yeah i try yeah. i watched the series first and i will have to admit part of the reason why i kept watching it was because i had megan's affliction because damien <laughs> is so fucking hot yeah da- he yeah. took his shirt off like in the third episode i'm like how many seasons is this on <laughs> You just keep on He's taking that shirt off. Life. That's yes. that right there is why book girls don't need porn. That's so true. <laughs> just saying. I mean, I don't need porn. I just need him to take his shirt off and dance around a little bit. Little Damon Salvatore action. Little in smol- Oh, he's well, he, so pretty. Well, his his last name is actually Summerholder, but they always call him Smolder Holder because he has that like. He is that, very like, smoldery. Yeah, he's very smoldery. So his co his coworkers always call him Smolder Holder instead oh, of Summer Holder. Oh, yeah. It's that dude from Lost, right? Huh? Huh? Is it that dude from Lost, Megan? In Summer Holder? Yeah. I don't think, Boy, I don't that think so. he was on Lost. You know, the, really? Lost is a I whole other so. thing. That and I can't talk about that because I get so mad. Listen, what I usually do when I find somebody that I think is that that hot on TV is I Google him and find out everything that he's been on and what I can watch on TV. <laughs> that he's already in. I hear that. Sort of the way we do with books. It you is. Right. Yeah. You, you yeah. find I an mean, author that you like and then you read everything that that author wrote. That's exactly what I do. Yep. And I usually will give them a couple of tries. You know, like if the book I love is good and then the next one I read kind of sucks. Yeah. I'll usually give them a third chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. When so many, so many things, like when we were talking about it between all of us, like, dang, like everything that comes out lately has been based on a book. That's There's where they so get their many. idea for the stories. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. the whole point. I, I always used to tell Dylan that. I was like, where do you think they get the idea mm-hmm. for all of this content? Because it's usually in a book somewhere. Well, and now that like fan fiction has become mainstream fiction, like it deepens the pool of crazy. And have you noticed that it's it's cooler to read books now than like, for instance, like when we were teenagers, me and Martha? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Like books have become cool again. Yeah. Which is awesome. They should be. Because, I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I think uh, somebody posted it. Maybe it was Martha posted it on the on the tribe page about how like book sales are up because people are having to have backgrounds for their Zoom. Yes. So they're yeah. like buying bookcases to make themselves, quote unquote, <laughs> look smarter. I bought book bookcases because I needed them. Yeah. <laughs> Jammed into everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, too. when you get your new place, then you can get some bookshelves. If I ever find oh, a new yes. place, you need to get some better clothes first. I have to go spend my <laughs> down payment on some, <laughs> some push up bras and stiletto heels so that I can get a place to rent fair enough Stuff. he was in lost as well was in Summerholder and lost yeah, yeah. <gasps> keith just sent He's me boom, dude link oh yeah. yeah he got killed pretty quick i liked him uh, though. i never watched lost i never got oh, into it i put yes. so much time and effort into that fucking thing and then and then it to, was like to spend eight seasons and have it end the way it did i threw something at my television I am I... still mad about Lost. <laughs> I feel like to I've had day, that reaction. How long has that been? It's I... been like 15 years. God damn, I'm still mad about that. What was, there too. was something, there was some show I watched like recently that ended and they like just jacked up the ending. And a lot I of was people so didn't like the Thrones? end of Game of Thrones. Yes. Oh, I was so Game pissed. of Thrones was a piece of garbage too. I w- and I haven't read now, those see, books. I didn't like, I didn't mind the way that it ended. I, I did not read either. the books. I haven't, well, fair. the books I... end after like, what season three yeah they made up the last season yeah because that season hasn't come out in books yet because he's been writing it for 700 years 
Mm. He's got a different book out, but yeah. not anything in that series. Yeah. But no, I was real mad at the end of Game of Thrones. I was like, I watched all these for that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Well, there so we I feel go. you. Mm-hmm. It's time to give us a transition from television and hooker heels um, to books. I mean, my book has voluptuous women and bustles, so... I was going to say, hey! it, I was like, are you reviewing Game of Thrones? Are you reviewing a historical fiction? <laughs> there are no bustles in Game yeah, of Thrones. there were some, like, medieval wear in Game of Thrones. Yeah, but the not bustles are bustle. very specific well, it's not thing. medieval. It's the 1900s. Okay, so victorian Hey, that fits right in with our theme of fallen asses. Right? That's, that's true. probably why the bustle was invented. Uh, that's why if you lived back in that day and age, you could just have a bustle and nobody would know that you were assless. That's actually probably <laughs> Bring why... back the bustle! <laughs> no, you know how many layers that takes? You think it's yeah, fucking hot here late. without like wearing 85 <laughs> layers in July. I'd have water spiders running down my legs oh, after about be, 10 minutes. Can you imagine? <laughs> it would be like 110 degrees. You'd have 19 layers of dress on. No yeah, thanks. Yeah. Those dresses were very pretty though. They, Way yes. back then. Oh, I love those dresses. But holy shit. I'm, I'm hot just in jeans and t-shirt. Yeah. I couldn't imagine... Oh. that's why there were fainting couches that's true <laughs> that and your corsets are so damn tight yeah, you couldn't too. breathe You're like, that's one way to jack your boobs up just put on a corset right you don't need those ribs it's fine <laughs> you've more than a few <laughs> that's why you had extras could have just left that extra rib with with adam we didn't need it damn it right <laughs> I need more of a way. Well, people actually get their ribs taken out, yeah. taken out, so that they have smaller waists. Yep. Yeah. Which is insane. Why would you remove a uh, bone that protects? I don't know vital organs. Right. <laughs> Screw those organs. It out. It's fine. It that, anyway, that kidney and liver is optional. It's fine. <laughs> so the the book that I read this week was actually one that was sent to us. Ooh. And it was sent to us historical fiction and. It was an audiobook. So, you know, Ooh. I was all over this Ooh. because, you know, those are my two. You've never hit reply in an email so fast. <laughs> right, you? exactly. I don't, even, like, yes. I don't even think I told anybody else about that one. I'm like, it's mine. <laughs> You're right. I don't think you did. <laughs> she was like, I'm sorry. This is only me. I'm the only one. <laughs> You're like, I just, just said Dear Vonnie. It didn't say three book girls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he knows his audience. <laughs> Good for you. Good or I should say she knows her audience. It's called uh, Mask of Honor by Sharon Verts. And like I said, it is early 18th century in Virginia. So it's very much early America aristocrats because these are wealthy landowners who are also all into politics because that's basically all of the aristocratic male landowners had their hands in politics back then. The main characters in this book is a gentleman named Jack Mason McCarty and Amistead Mason, who are brother-in-laws and also second cousins, because that was also normal it was, <laughs> back it, in that time. It's true. In, yeah, with yeah. the rich, because you married your cousins. Which is yeah. pretty fucking creepy. Yeah, you don't do that now. Now they have blood tests so that you cannot <laughs> marry your second cousin. <laughs> But um, there was also a very limited population in your village. Everybody yeah. was related. Right. And yeah. you wanted to keep it. I mean, yeah. you married in your own society. So that yes. limited it even more. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you know yep. you didn't you didn't mix your classes no back then. the weak chin i do believe comes from that sort of thing and a little bit of inbred yeah i think i've got some of that in my family i pretty goddamn i think mine's gin. just i've eaten for a year straight without going to the gym <laughs> well there's that too well you know the mask covers that up so. it does. <laughs> we're all gonna be screwed keep when the, the mask. masks come keep off the mask. Yeah. i'm sorry i can't take that off till i lose my triple chin <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna need to exercise and get a wax job by the time. <laughs> oh the what a luxurious beard you have it's <laughs> like the pandemic was supposed to last longer <laughs> couldn't get into the salon man <laughs> so anyways um so this book begins with jack and amistad kind of crossing hairs over political issues they have different political views and amistad is a very much you're going to believe what i tell you to believe you're wrong and i'm right kind of person so he immediately takes offense that Jack likes somebody other than him for political party and mm-hmm. does not agree with his views. So they're like almost instant enemies from the beginning of this book. And uh, so they, a lot of tension there, plus their family. So it causes tension in the family. And Jack, while he is a good character he is a very flawed individual so he um he does regularly visit the brothels mm, he's in dipping a, his wick on the side in another town mm. which he tries to keep secret but in his defense he basically likes one of the prostitutes there and pays extra so that he can get the same girl every time. Ah. Uh, so even though she's sleeping with everybody, obviously. The hooker he's, with the heart of gold. Right, yeah. exactly. Okay. Sex worker. <laughs> Oops, sorry. So this um this book is a little bit of a slow burn. It was be- because there's so much political discussion and back and forth in this. Um, it was a little slow at the beginning until about halfway in the book and then it started getting interesting because then Amistad and Jack start trying to challenge each other to uh, a duel like ten duel commandments with like you know revolvers like you know take so many steps turn around and shoot kind of thing approach me brethren (laughs) and of course Ronnie just literally quoted Hamilton and didn't even know she did it (laughs) I've never watched that. And apparently there's like a lot more rules to these duels than what I knew that there was. It's the 10 duel command. I'm going to need y'all to watch Hamilton. I didn't know that. So I learned a lot in this book about that kind of thing. But also Jack meets a girl that he likes, which is a little confusing because her name is Lucy and the hooker that he likes, sorry, Sex sex worker, is Lily. So you have Lily, the sex worker, Uh-oh. and Lucy, the one that he's courting. Oh, that's problematic. La, 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 and that Lucy. those those two things come to kind of an interesting yeah. conclusion in the book that I'm not going to give away. Yeah, don't give it away. Because that part was very, very good. Even though it's a slow burn, this book was actually pretty good. I'm glad I stuck with it. Because at first I was kind of like, I'm not really quite sure where they're going with this. And then by halfway into the book, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm liking this now. 
So yeah, it was it was pretty good. You learn a lot about the families. The families have a very intricate history that it goes into, which is awesome. You learn a lot about how the aristocrats in America, in early America, how they lived. And yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Nice. I would recommend it. It was well written. It had a good conclusion. I kind of knew where it was going to go. I just didn't know how it was going to get there. And I enjoyed the ride. Megan, you would probably like this because you like that kind of thing. I do. And you like Amer- you like history. Yes. And it doesn't have any like gory and it doesn't get too like there's no war or anything. In it. Yeah. There's a little bit of war like in the very beginning, but that's only like in the very beginning and it's almost like background because oh, you need something. to kind of know the history between Jack and Amistad yeah. and in, they were in the war together. So, Oh, that does sound really good. So yeah. And that and, was called mask of honor by Sharon Vertz. Cool. Awesome. So the book I read this week is called act your age, Eve Brown by Talia Hibbert. And she has, uh, this is her third book in a series about the Brown sisters but you can easily read this as a standalone because none of the other books are mentioned. None of the other characters are mentioned. Each of the books is a standalone. Um, And of course, this is the book about the youngest sister. Her name is Eve Brown and she is hysterical. She's like a flighty kind of woman. She has purple braids in her hair and she always wears t-shirts with funny sayings. her problem right now is that she fails at every job she attempts. So she's had like a billion jobs, all these different bizarre little things. And she lives with her parents because she hasn't succeeded at any of them. And so the book starts and her parents kind of sit her down and say, and her family is pretty wealthy. So her family sits her down and says, you are cut off. You don't have access to your trust fund anymore until you have served like, done a job for a year and stuck with it and they pretty much like kind of call her out and tell her that they're embarrassed that she doesn't act her age so she kind of so she just kind of gets really upset understandably and just drives off and takes off because that's kind of her thing she just runs and as she's running she's just kind of driving she has no idea where she's at and at one point, she says, you know, I'm hungry. I'm going to stop and get something to eat. And the place she stops is a bed and breakfast. And it's not breakfast time. So she's like, I don't know that I'm going to get anything here. But then she sees that there's a sign and it says that they need a chef. And she says, huh, I know how to cook. I once took like a cuisine course for three months. So she just walks in without a resume or anything and is like, I could cook. <laughs> Do you need a cook? Uh And she meets our other main character, whose name is Jacob. Jacob is the opposite of her. He's really rigid and likes his routines. And he owns the B&B and he is on the autism spectrum. Think Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory, only with uh, a dry, funny sense of humor. But um, he has a lot of quirks too. And so they he immediately hates her. She comes in and she's everything, like she's got crazy hair, crazy t-shirts, and she doesn't have a resume and who does that? Um, (laughs) She's pretty much like, eh, I didn't really care about this job. So she just kind of leaves. 
and he's interviewing with his best friend and his best friend is like you have turned down a whole bunch of applicants today and you really need a chef so you better just go hire her so jacob goes out finds her in the parking lot steps behind her car and she runs him down (gasps) oh my god (laughs) whoops (laughs) i didn't see that coming yeah did she not check her backup mirror or her clearly not any mirrors apparently not maybe she didn't have a car with a backup uh, backup she had a trust fund true <laughs> i think i think it's like an it's like an old car i think it's like a volkswagen or something okay. so maybe not but fair enough so she but she's also flighty so maybe she just didn't check but she hits him and she hits him pretty good like he's got a really bad concussion he's broken ribs he's got a broken wrist his tailbone is all messed up Ouch. and stuff and so she basically she like he says well i came to like hire you as a chef and she was kind of like, eh, I'm just moving on. But now that she's kind of broken this dude, she feels like she has to work at the B&B as a chef until he gets better. And so this entire book is just about the two of them trying to get along. And the amount of times he mentions how she hit him with her car is hysterical. I wish I had I wish I had like counted Counted. because (laughs) he just keeps, he just keeps like, yeah, you know how like you, well, you owe me because you kind of hit me with your car and, and the way he runs his B&B, he's very strict at everything. Like he has 13 guides for how to run his B&B. And my favorite was called how not to fuck up my health rating. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he has a manual entitled that he is so Sheldon the reason I love this book Talia Hibbert does a really good job of like putting real people like people that don't usually get books into books so like he's on the autism spectrum and she, she, she's kind of like weird and out there they're an interracial relationship like she she's a black woman he's a white man she is a little heavier um like so she puts real people into relationships which i just love and she does that with pretty much all of her books but um this one did not disappoint it was really funny they have hysterical conversations and it's just a really nice book about these two people that are trying to figure out how to get through life and uh that book was called act your age eve brown by talia hibbert awesome sounds good I'm going to bring the room. It was really funny. Yeah. I'm going to bring the room down. I'm going to fill a Rachel void a little bit this week. Um, So we were introduced in the tribe to this book by our friend Carolina. And she was super excited about it. And I was was like, yeah, she's like, yeah, it's like a crime book. And we're like, okay, we'll read it. Carolina from Argentina. Yes. Yeah, baby. And so a couple of us were like, yeah, okay, we'll give it a go. And oh my God. This book swept through the book tribe at a massive rate. And um, we are actually doing our buddy read on Tuesday, the 16th. Yes, this week. This week. So this you'll be listening to this Sunday. So uh, if you want to join us, um, you better hit play on that audiobook immediately after finishing this podcast. Uh, <laughs> but... Get to reading. Get to reading. Are you going to give us the... Uh, I, you know, I thought I might. I just... You no. know, you Colin's sick to work. Colin's sick. And read all day. All day. 
be like, sorry, I have the flu. Um, <laughs> Practically St. Patrick's Day. You need a day off anyway. Exactly. I think I need to be tested for COVID. So <laughs> drank too much green beer. Green beer early. So the book that Carolina recommended to us was The Silence of the White City by Ava Garcia Sanis de Arturi. I'm probably butchering that. I'm deeply, deeply sorry. But we loved your book. I gave this five stars. It is the first book in a trilogy. And we pick up in quote unquote present day. I don't think it really has a date in present day that I can remember. And there are murders happening in this town that's it's set in Spain. This book is translated from Spanish. And they are eerily identical to a past serial killer. But he's still in jail. But he's up for parole, or the person that they convicted of those crimes. But he's coming up on his release date, and all of a sudden, mysteriously, these murders pick up again. And we're following um, Inspector Unai Lopez de Ayala, also known as Kraken, as he is trying to solve the current cases and figure out how they're connected to the, the first set of serial killing cases. He goes and interviews the person convicted of the first set of crimes and he'll really only talk to him. And there's a, there's a whole hashtag that goes um, hashtag Kraken and people are tweeting about it and using this hashtag. And the cases are about 20 years apart but they're identical. So whoever is doing the new cases obviously has knowledge of the first set. And the only part that was confusing for me on the audio was that you switch between timelines. So you'll be in present time and then all of a sudden you're back like 40 years ago. And so that was a little confusing for me trying to listen to it because I'd be like, whose head am I in? And I think a lot of people, as we kind of chatted about it, kind of were like, yeah, it took a minute to like figure out who's, whose vantage point you were in. But it was so well woven together and it kept you guessing. Like there were points where we were t- people were texting each other going, oh my God, like, is it, is this what's happening? And we're like, keep reading. We're not telling you. <laughs> and it was so much fun. And I cannot wait for all of us to get on the call and talk about it because we've We've been purposely not talking too much because we didn't want to spoil it for the people who were finishing it up still. But So we're talking about like 15 people who've passed this along in the tribe and have all chosen to read this book because we all read it. Everybody fell in love with it. Like Carolina picked an amazing series and it is so good. And I love crime dramas and that kind of thing. So this was definitely in my wheelhouse. It was mind blowing when all the pieces fell together you just kind of go wait what <laughs> like let me read that sentence again um it's great we're gonna do the call at seven o'clock on the 16th so tuesday central time central time yes yeah, 7 p.m central time the link will get posted in um the three book girls book tribe facebook page if you want to hop on it will not be spoiler free so if you haven't read it and you don't want spoilers do not log on <laughs> and that is silence of the white city by ava garcia sinez de orturi excellent i didn't love it as much as you did but yeah i didn't either sorry but you know what i'm i don't really like those kind of books very much That's so fair. but i do 
So and that's part of the reason why this will make a, d- a good discussion, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Is that we're not all going to agree. It's always I good when you have a little bit of, you know. <laughs> yeah. Little, and when it's fun to find out why people, what people didn't like about mm-hmm. it, as well as what people like totally right. fell down the rabbit hole for. Mm-hmm. Keith, did you, yeah, you fell down the rabbit per- hole? I was another person that loved it. And I never, this author and this book weren't even like, in my like general direction, like I'd never heard of either. So it was really cool that we got the suggestion on one of our Friday night calls. And that's what I love so much about it. Like I never would have picked this book up, but it was, it was probably my favorite of the year that I've read so far. Wow. Carolina's just jumping up and down doing a little jig right (laughs) now. And that's the fun too, when we get international folks, because you do get authors that yeah, because it's in translation. It's a book that none yep. of us would have ever heard of if no. it hadn't been for her. Yeah. And yeah. the other two are not, they're in Spanish, but they're not translated into English yet. But so many of us already have pre-orders for the next book. I know, I need to. Wow. I need to, make, I probably really need to like order a copy because I listened to it on audio and I, I, I could go for, for a hard copy of this one. It was that good. That's awesome. Yeah. Where do you order a first edition? Well, that's a good question. I'll have to hunt around. Yeah, well, the first edition would be in Spanish. Well, that's true. So, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But you've already read it, so at least that's I mean, true. then it you'd have a, a first edition. That's true. Give you a this reason to want to learn Spanish. Yeah, that's true. This, person, this author, from what Carolina said, is is pretty popular in Spain as well. So Yeah. Uh, very excited. All right. Um, I'm going to go in a strange direction as usual, but not my usual Woo. strange I read a book called 50 in, Re- 50 in Reverse by Bill Flanagan, TV personality and radio host. Sounds familiar. Roseanne Cash. I was going to say that Grammy name does Award sound winner, singer-songwriter, best-selling author. Th- this is one of those weird situations where my, my inbox was empty. I went to the library, looked up Available Now, and then just randomly picked a book. And this is what I landed on because it was available right at that moment. What I liked the most about this, it reminded me a lot of the time travel one where the guy wakes up in this teenage body. 17 again? No. That's a movie. Big? No. Oh, it, it was that one book that you read a long time yeah, ago. Shoot, what like, was that called? Uh, I actually read it. It was a really good yeah, book. It was. It was excellent. It starts with an R. Anyway, this book really reminded me in the beginning, especially of another book that I had read. But this one was a little bit more, there was a lot of nostalgia involved and a lot more feelings involved, which if you know me at all, you know, I don't really like books like this. But I really enjoyed this one in particular because it really examines what it's like to get older because what happens is this guy is all of a sudden he wakes up in his in his teenage body in his teenage home but he remembers everything from his life so he's a 65 year old man in the body of a teenage boy and he's constantly right right away he doesn't do what you would think in that situation he doesn't look around and go woohoo i get to be a you know 16 year old again he goes holy shit i have to get back to my wife and kids you know he's really he's wrecked because he's not with his family and i found that a really unusual reaction you know 
for him to have. And he spends time talking to a psychologist about this. So he goes in, his, his mother, of course, is very concerned <laughs> because he's, he's overnight, he starts talking like a 65-year-old man. You know, he's, his, he has a whole life experience in his body and he tells his parents about it. He, and he's so overwhelmed with joy to see them again because they're both dead. You know, it's like all this really... I hate to use the word poignant because I usually say really rude that. things when it comes down to that word because I'm usually just horribly disgusted by poignant books, but it really kind of was. So he's back in 1970 and he's trying, what he does in the very beginning of the book is he's just so wrecked. He, he wants to get back to his family. So he thinks oh, if I'm in a coma or if I'm dreaming, I'm just going to shock myself awake. So he goes to school and he disrobes in front of the class. <gasps> oh, no. no. Oh, but he's not dreaming. It's nope. the nightmare. <laughs> yep. Do you get detention for that? <laughs> well, it's, it's a long, long, long story. But, but just let me say that this book was so sweet in so many ways. And I usually just, I'm not usually drawn to books that do this, but it really made me... Maybe it's because I'm getting older, just sort of re-examine all the good things in my life. And it was just a joy to read. It was, it was a book that I could imagine myself if I got sent back in time to my teenage years, I wouldn't want to be there. I had a horrible time when I was 15. I wouldn't want anything to do with that life now. I, so, wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. I would hate it if I got sent back in time. So I can totally relate to this. So if you can imagine all of the things that you went through when you were 15 and then having to redo them with what you know now, a lot of people are um, intrigued by that idea and you see a lot of different things written about it and a lot of movies made about it, but I don't think I've ever quite seen this approach. So as a, a person who just turned 56 years old, I really loved this book. It was very thought-provoking, but yet not sappy cheesy. It had a lot of humor in it. It had a lot of... I, I did a lot of thinking while reading it, and I enjoyed it very, very much. I gave it five stars. And for me to find a five... What? I know, right? <laughs> for me to find a five-star read in such a random way, I just loved it. It was called 50 in Reverse by Bill Flanagan. I think too hey. sometimes like you get those little gems when you do things like that and because it's not overhyped like yeah. when books get overhyped sometimes you get this like realist unrealistic like this is gonna be great and then you read it and you're like well that was shit yeah, yeah. disappointing <laughs> then you're too disappointed yeah. I wasn't expecting mm -hmm. anything at all when I picked it up and it just talk about a rabbit hole I was sort of thinking <laughs> about all sorts of things that I I had never considered before and his reaction to getting sent back in time was just such a unique thing to have happen. We've we've all seen it. You know, you guys named two or three movies when I first, you know, <laughs> Big, um, 17 again. 17 again. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Yeah. There was a, 13 going on 30, but that's kind yeah. of reverse. She wakes up Older. 30. Right. Yeah. 30, 30, 30, flirty and thriving. Yeah. I might have to watch that tonight. <sighs> wish i could remember the name of that other book 
I was trying to look it up. I couldn't. It was on my. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I'm back to when we were actually doing the the podcast in the studio. Yeah, it was a w- long time ago. It was like the second year, I think. Starts with an R. Ken. Follow um, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> who who actually gets a shout out in your book? Yes. Yeah, he did. That's right. I didn't read Follett that part. Statue. Yeah, Ken Follett statue. And I'm like Ken Follett. Bonnie's okay, gotta sorry. go to Spain gotta now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go to Spain. Um, well, they all hunt for that. Um, did anyone else see the picture of like Jennifer Gardner and um, Mark Ruffalo together? And they're like, anybody know where we can find Razzles in Canada? Like they must be there for like filming. <laughs> Aw. And every time I funny. see like a bright red, though, all I hear in my head is her going Razzle Red. <laughs> Razzle Red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Replay. Uh, ah. The name of the book was Replay by Ken Grimley. And he kept waking up. It was a multiple times thing where he he that had a heart so attack. Good. Oh, it was so good. Such a good book. So it was a similar concept, but so very different. This was more of a, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was, it was just a, a highly enjoyable book. It wasn't so much about the time travel specifically as it, as that as replay was replay was more of a how many times do i have to live through this crap? so like groundhog, groundhog day yeah groundhog <laughs> exactly exactly i'm loop. <laughs> i know i actually watched a movie before i came over here and jennifer gardner is not the good guy wow she's actually not so much like the villain but kind of the villain it's yeah. the movie arthur oh yeah and the dude that plays an arthur that plays that Arthur in that yeah. movie I just love him I've seen him in a few other things he's just so they did a remake of Arthur you yeah. guys were talking about it and I was like it can't be a remake right yeah it's Dude, a I remake I can't believe they did that mm-hmm. and it's actually pretty good I Is I it? waited to watch it because I like the original Arthur I didn't like the original all that much uh, I mean it was okay I'm looking right. I, mean, I like Russell Brand even though he's probably that's that guy's name person. Russell Russell, Russell Brand, Brand played Arthur? Brand. Yeah. That fits uh, fitting. Oh. I think he's funny. I mean, I he's know funny. he's funny. Yeah, I like I was just watching um, Leaving Sarah Marshall. Are we talking about like Arthur I Arthur? I love that show. Like Got Arthur in the round table? Over the moon in New Nudity. York City. Yeah, that. remember that? I mean, you're too young to actually <gasps> yeah. remember that movie. But Dudley Moore, baby. Yeah. Yep. No, but I meant like King Arthur. Like not King Arthur. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. He's a spoiled guy <laughs> that never had to grow up. So he's like, right. you know, like and then somebody. And a woman. Yeah, who can afford like anything that he wants. I do not know this movie at all. <laughs> no. I was thinking like well, Arthur, like no. I was like no. Jennifer Gardner. You're like, like a young baby. You're like young. okay. Well, you know, in Friends, when. Phoebe gives Rachel the really bad haircut and she says, no, I said Demi Moore, not Dudley Moore. Oh, yeah. Well, she's talking about Dudley Moore and and she actually cut her hair just like Dudley Moore in that movie. She really did. It did look like that. Oh, that's funny. I'm looking I'm looking at Jennifer Gardner's. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Megan. (gasps) Thank you. We just had cake before the podcast. Mm -hmm. We don't eat cake on the podcast anymore because, yeah, I know. I told you to get yourself a cupcake. I was just kidding. Uh -uh. Keith is in Pennsylvania, so she doesn't get to have cake when we have cake. 
Nope, but I don't also don't have snow coming, so we don't have snow. We have tornadoes. There's a difference. Yeah, oh. we get. I don't have a tornado. Coming. We're gonna get the severe weather that's aspect what, of it. That's why I was looking at my app because my my news alert was telling me that the storm chasers are out, ready for action, and I was like, shit, where's the shit. storm? I was it's like, do our, I need to do I we need to record faster? No, nah, it's gonna be west of us. I don't think it's gonna actually get all the way to the city. Listen, Damon Lane is standing next to a, a map, and it's not to the center. Well, Val and Amy Castor are out. <laughs> we listen to David Lane and this family. Well, I <laughs> listen to Val in this family. I listen oh, to David no, there's Lane, gonna be a and now that Gogo Sushi has a role named after him, I'm going to eat me some Damon Lane, too. <laughs> Damon, I'm so sorry. Because he's pretty delicious. Mrs. Damon Lane, I'm sorry you had to share. <laughs> Maybe she eats his roll, too. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> sorry. Did we talk about that last week? Yeah, yeah. Damon Lane having his own sushi roll. No, was I it don't, last, don't was, think so. last week got or cut out. week before. I think I got cut out. Yeah, so you might have. The cut weatherman. It out. We, we went really no, want long. Sushi. So the weatherman here in Oklahoma for Channel Five has his own sushi roll at Gogo Go Sushi. In a place that we get sushi at. Well, that was the first time that I had Damon, and he was pretty. <laughs> and Damon was pretty delicious. I'm gonna go back for seconds. He does wear t- kind of tight pants. I, I don't know because I watch Sheesh. News Nine. News Nine sucks. Well, no. Damon isn't exactly a skinny. He's not lanky. He's not fat by any means. He's muscular. Right. I think he's just muscular, but. And yeah, like all the other kind of lanky. All the other weather you know, guys yeah. are are thinner, you know, reedy. Yeah, yeah. Damon Lane is reedy's a good word for it. Reedy. Looks like he's got some yeah. muscles underneath that suit jacket. Looks like he could help you move a couch. He, and v- Vani happens to really love yeah. his sushi roll. So there you go. There you you go. might need to give him a call when you're moving. I say, Damon, I got a couch. I need. Move. I got some new some new clothes too. So we uh, can each do later. Well, here in Oklahoma, we take our weather very seriously. So, oh, I should probably just give you this little bitty teaser. Ooh. Yes. We are planning a getaway for three book girls. We're going to go to a city. We're not going to tell you which one yet. If you're on the tribe, you already know this information. So if you want more information, you can always go check out the tribe. But we are going to go on a trip this summer in August. We are going to go um, have a little book retreat, I guess. Just sort of a... Mm -hmm. We picked a random city and we're very excited. So if you think you might want to join us, go check out the details on the tribe. And we'll we'll make the announcement soon. As soon as we figure out we're going to be live. We need to do that. Come see how the sausage gets made. Right? A little BTS, a little behind the scenes. How the sausage. Hopefully you'll still like us after you see us behind the scenes. You might not like us very much after a weekend. Well, the great thing about us is after a few tequila shots, you you might not like us anymore. You know what? Rachel said this about us. She said, you guys are exactly like you are in the podcast. Warts and That's all, true. guys. That's we, true. It's not like we're pretending to be people we're not. We are, this we is are not exactly scripted. who we are. <laughs> this is not a scripted group of podcasting no. people. No. no. We definitely don't go by script. No. We don't know. We just pull it out of our ass as we go. We're like, here. We're not serious people. No. 
It's just ner- it's scary the first what? time you do it. I know. So I know you're shocked serious. by that. The first time you sit down behind the mic and you're like, oh my God, this is like, this is real. This is happening. And you feel like, oh my God, I need the book because I need to get every name right. And I need. <laughs> Did I tell you that somebody at work asked me if it was okay if they listened to the podcast? Oh, really? really? Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the people, one of the. Um, the did head you say, under. Did you say, well, you'll change your opinion of me forever? I'm like, no, I don't care if you listen to it. I'm like, you might find out a little too much about me by listening to the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. But please, please help yourself. Yeah. I don't know if she has or not. I haven't asked her. <laughs> but she's I, a huge reader, too. Yeah. So. I know I always get nervous like when I post something about the podcast and like the DAR leaders are like, that's so cool. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to listen to that. If I'd been it's like, maybe don't go back so many episodes. I was like, yeah, don't, don't go way back. <laughs> People were like, oh, what podcast is it? I'm like, well, it's a cool one. It's a book podcast, but like, bring your headphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely told her that. I'm like, I would suitable listen to for it. work. Can you imagine walking into your credit union one day, Vonnie? And hearing our voices laughing out loud on the speakers. <laughs> Would you just turn around and go home at that point? <laughs> I'd listen to what episode it was first and then maybe go home. Like, which episode was like, this? I am so fired right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is it one of the ones we were drinking at? Because then I definitely have to leave. <laughs> I can't be around for that. <laughs> Let's well, I might have to use that spare bedroom if I don't find a house soon. God dang. I mean, we well, got a you mattress know, we right here. Throw the, <laughs> throw the mattress down here on the floor and we could camp we can, here. We can just turn Martha the second closet into a Murphy bed. We'll just put your little Murphy bed in there. Flip it up. And I mean, the to day. be fair, the closet's probably the size of my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie's moving up in the world. She's getting the, trying to rent a house. Trying to. She's got a bed frame now. She's I know. I'm so, not, not so sleeping adult. on the couch. <laughs> There's so much adulting happening at once. <laughs> Except the only bad thing is that it's been so long since I've replaced the stuff that we're just starting to break that they're breaking even more. Like last weekend, you know how you have those blades in your dryer that keeps the clothes from like rolling up in a ball? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, one of those broke off a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> So I only have a two blade dryer. Well, last weekend, another one broke down, oh, broke dear. off. And you can always tell when it breaks off because it sounds like you're like, you know, have a bunch of sneakers or something in your You know, besides sounding like the TARDIS is landing in my house, then it was also going. So it's the broken TARDIS. Yeah, the broken So now I have a one blade dryer, which means that I can't put very much in my dryer or else it won't dry. So now I can only wash half loads of laundry. And then the day after that happened, I went to recline in my recliner and oh. the lever broke off in my hand. Oh, gosh. Whoops. So my broken chair broke even more. <laughs> oh, no. So when you move into your new house, you're going to have to. Uh, I'm not going to have anything to move place. because everything's going in the trash <laughs> when I leave. Only thing she's taken is the bed. <laughs> right my new bed's going for sure <laughs> my bed and my love seat that's the only thing gonna that's be it. in my apartment it's gonna be the cheapest move ever uh-huh. she's gonna be like just, just take the whole thing i can just put it in the back seat of my car <laughs> good to go you know what you should do you need to check the obituaries and then when people die find out where they used to live and if they rented a place Maybe you could get their furniture and stuff too. So, so instead of being- like, now you're starting to act like Oklahoma City's like New York. <laughs> so instead of being an ambulance, 
an ambulance chaser. I'm chasing. Yes. Are you moving anytime soon? How are you feeling? I'm going to start chasing the hearses down. Where, where are, you, are you going to pick somebody up? Do you know if they rent? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. What part of town is that in? Do they have a backyard? We are starting to get a little bit too morbid even for my taste. And on that note, that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. I'd chase your hearse. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow them on TikTok, YouTube, and check out their website at threebookgirls.com. And join the group. Three Book Girls Tribe on Facebook. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend or join them at one of their live events. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.